You're listening to episode 54 of the Thriving Mom podcast. This week, we're talking about how to navigate change when things don't seem to be working. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor, on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode. How are you? We're in week three of lockdown again in Yellowknife. And let me tell you, I have a lot of thoughts about working at home and managing three kids with classes on different schedules and all the things. It's been a very interesting and fascinating experience for me and even more fascinating just to watch the thoughts that I'm having, catch them and refuse to let them stay. Although I will tell you when we first got the message about the shutdown, our kids had just returned to school after isolating from our family vacation and I totally wallowed in self-pity, ate some ice cream and brownies to feel better that night and I was fine. So I 100% took responsibility for the fact that I knew that thought I was having that moment and I accepted it. And my thought was, it shouldn't happen this way. This isn't supposed to happen. And that's why I want to talk about what to do. Because sometimes things are not going to go the way you want and it's going to suck. So because I primarily coach moms around intuitive eating body image, freedom, and feeding kids, I'm going to focus on these areas. But I assure you that what I'm about to teach you will apply to any area of your life. As long as you have this thought, it shouldn't happen. It's not supposed to be this way. It's applicable. So let's dive in. So one of the things that I notice when some of my clients start working with me, we go through assessing where they are and where they want to go. They'll typically ask, well, how long is this going to take? And my response is always as long as it needs to take, because I don't know, right? That's the fun and exciting part of the coaching process is nobody knows the end. We have a future that we want to create and we get into it, holding ourselves to that standard, having our backs and doing the work that will get us there. So I know it's not a very inspiring response, But here's why I say this. We live in a society where we've been conditioned to always be doing. We always feel like there's something wrong, so we need to be doing something to fix what's wrong. I call this doing energy. (laughs) It's almost like as long as I'm doing something, even if it's not productive, but I just look busy, then it's okay. It's valid for me to do all the things, even if it's not productive. And the problem with doing this is that most of us often miss the opportunity to change our self-image and identity to one that matches the change that we're seeking. When we're so focused on doing rather than being, we miss the lessons. And this, I think, is one of the reasons why so many people give up on intuitive eating or body image work outside of diet culture, because there's a lot of unpacking that needs to be done 
for that lasting change to take place. And when you're unwilling to do that, typically you'll just give up and say it doesn't work. But it does work. It just takes a lot of being rather than doing. So one thing I do with my clients is just to break down the process, whether it be food or body freedom or feeding kids, I break it down to the basic units. And the first thing we do is just learning to be with themselves. That's it. They think about the person they want to be. They notice the gap between where they are and where they want to go. And we explore that gap deeply. We start thinking about those thoughts that are holding them back from who they want to become. And I'll be the first to tell you that it's a bit uncomfortable for a lot of us because there's nothing to do except just be, right? So my very logic-focused moms, the logical thinkers, will say things like, yeah, I get it. I just need to know what to do. But then the thing is, there's nothing to do. It's in the being that you get to figure out what you need to do that'll help you get there. And it's funny because I caught myself saying this to my therapist the other day and and I burst out laughing because I'm also doing this work in my life as I'm working through grief and I'm learning to sit in the middle of just the suck of processing grief and letting go and having compassion for myself and expressing and experiencing all those emotions. It's uncomfortable, it's awkward, it's unfamiliar. And I think this is where a lot of us struggle because our brains don't do well with just sitting in the blank space. I kind of think of it like staring at a computer screen when you're in a hurry, right? You see the page loading (laughs) and you try not to hit the refresh button. It's very fascinating. The thing is you can decide to close your browser or you can just wait and see what happens. But if it's a web page that you've already gotten the warning that you shouldn't close the browser, then you have no choice than to just wait. And if you decide that you don't want to wait and you become impatient and refresh, then there are consequences, right? So I remember one time I was trying to buy a program online (laughs) and then I realized I paid for it twice because the page didn't load properly. And then I assumed that my transaction hadn't gone through. So I hit the refresh button and I went through the payment process again. Thankfully, the vendor was kind enough to refund my money. But this is the same thing that I notice in my conversations with moms who are doing this work. So some of them, either they've stopped dieting and now they're working on intuitive eating or they're working on their body image or they're just trying to figure out how to simplify mealtimes in their homes. It's like they're just willing to go as far as they notice changes. And when things seem to stall a little bit, they get agitated and then they want to go back to what feels familiar. And I want to say that if you're here, recognize that this is a good thing. Being in this space means you're growing. And it's also where I want you to pay close attention to the thoughts that you have about this experience. Because this is where a lot of us tend to fall and give up. But if you can just stick with it just a little bit longer, things are about to change. And for most of us, we often get in this space where we think that our time is limited Because the change seems so big that you possibly couldn't do it in the amount of time that you think you have. So you want to get it over and done with quickly. Or you just don't trust the process anymore and you think it's not working. So I want you to notice your thoughts and start exploring how they're making you show up in your life. Our thoughts will always lead to results, whether or not we believe it. You might think you're thinking one thing and then you get a different result. But if you really sit down and explore those thoughts... 
and what could possibly be happening around when you take those actions. You'll notice the thought that led to the result that you got. A very common thought that a lot of us would have is, it's not working. But if our thoughts cause the feelings that drive our actions, what kinds of actions do you think you're taking when you're thinking it's not working? You're probably not taking productive action. And if you are taking action, it's probably from a place of fear and anger and frustration. It's not out of love. It's not out of abundance. It's not out of sufficiency. Sometimes this is just because we have expectations like, and those expectations have not been met. So we're disappointed. But I also want you to think about when you say it's not working, how does it feel in your body? It doesn't feel good. And then we get into worry and panic and fear and anxiety, which typically would cause us to rush through and try to fix the situation. Or we try to change our situation. And when we can't, we blame something about that situation. When you try to fix things out of desperate energy, it's not helpful, especially when it comes to feeding kids. I always talk about this because this is where moms tend to get really frustrated. It's like, well, they told me to do division of responsibility and I did, but it's not working. It's not working because you have thoughts about your child. It's not working because you have thoughts about what it means to allow all foods. And until you get to explore those thoughts, you're going to struggle with division of responsibility. You're going to struggle with any form of letting your child have their own experience and develop their own relationship with food because you're going to find yourself in that awkward space where you just feel uncomfortable. Now, I want to offer this, and this is something that I dive deep into with my clients. Rather than trying to change your situation or trying to fix everything outside of you, what if you could get curious about the one thing you can control, which is your thoughts, and explore the thoughts it's not working? Like I said earlier, you might find that you have unrealistic expectations of yourself or that situation. So then this is an opportunity for you to reassess and choose to think helpful thoughts instead. And then you just show up daily and keep committing to that goal of changing your self-image to one that serves you, to one where you're a woman who has her back no matter what. And having your back here just means, you know what? Today I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up imperfectly. Might not work. It might work. I'm unattached to the outcome, but I'm still going to show up. And then you just have tons of compassion for the moments when you're out of alignment and course correct as needed. Remember, the aim is not to check off boxes of what you've done. Rather, it's who you're becoming through the process. And that process is different for everybody. So here are a few thoughts that I want to offer you. And you can play around with these and see how they feel for you. When you find yourself thinking or wanting to think it's not working, what if you could flip the script and think this is supposed to happen? I can figure this out. Everything is happening for me. They're not as exciting as saying, yeah, I've got this, but they're not as painful as thinking it's not working. So when you feel yourself wanting to go back to what's familiar, just imagine being your future self and think from that place. Practice being her. Just notice I'm not saying practice doing her because you won't know how she acts until you start thinking like she does. So be her sit in that discomfort of knowing she's just around the corner and you're over here. You just need to figure out the thoughts that she has because those are the thoughts that'll get you to that future self. 
once you start picking those thoughts that she has and practicing them, you'll start to see change. The more you think on those thoughts, the more you'll start to feel like her. The more you feel like her, the more you'll start to do like her. And over time, you'll slowly find yourself moving from that awkward in-between. And then your change just starts to feel more attainable and within reach. I'm going to tell you now, one of the hardest things you'll ever do is letting go of an old identity and embracing a new one. So when you're in this place, you'll have those moments. Things will feel great. And other times, they won't. And you'll feel like you just want to run and hide under your blanket. That's me. (laughs) And that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. You're just learning to expand your capacity to hold both. And the more you're willing to sit in that space, the faster your change will come. The only way to do it is to get through. So remember that this is all a normal part of the process. The discomfort is normal. It's not working. Is not a helpful thought. You get to decide what voice you want to listen to. You get to decide what thoughts you want to start practicing that lead you to the results that you're seeking. Now, I want you to remember that it's happening for you just like it needs to. And nothing has gone wrong. Have a beautiful week, my friends. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash foodfreedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.